This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Hey, good listeners. Welcome back to SG Fun, Stargate, Comfort, Endemic, Friendship Podcast about, you know, Stargate SG-1, a show that I have watched almost all of and remember none of, even though it was like in 2021. So I'm Sarah. (laughs) Uh, And I'm Tori. And uh, I mean, you know, none of us really remember what happened in 2021. So, um, yeah, that's just that's the same pattern. Or um, 2001 when I also watched it. Whatever. <laughs> it's the same. The same. No one remembers that either. But yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. We're here, folks. We're we're here to uh, talk about uh, SG One and be comforted. Not I, this week, motherfucker. I, 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 this. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's. Well, let's. You know. Yeah. We're gonna try to chill as much as we can, but I can't promise anything, folks. So uh, strap in. You ready? We got season five, episode five, Red Sky. Already, oh, that's, already that's, I'm creeped out. That's weird. I thought it was episode five, Santa's Little Helpers. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, right. Elves. <laughs> I thought you were talking about episode five, Amish Cowboy. <laughs> oh my God. Fuck you. That was like my first. That's in my notes for the opening. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say it. I was like, what is this? An Amish cowboy? <laughs> I thought it was um, episode five, Elves of Doom. Har- harbinger. 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 Uh, well, you know, I mean, I thought it might have been episode five. Did he say analus? <laughs> I thought it was Miracle on PQ 398 Street <laughs> or whatever. I don't actually know what number designation this planet. Oh has, my but. god! Yeah, no, yeah. There's this weird Christmas element. You're right. I did. I, I didn't catch that. Uh, well, you know, uh, uh, you know, on a lighter note, I got episode five, McLarium. I'm loving it. Oh, oh, that's better than mine. I just had McLarium. You oh. have McLarium. I'm loving it. I was like, God, oh, again, Tori. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, then I'm just gonna go episode five, Ragnarok. Oh. Which actually is a good fucking name for this episode. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> Red Sky. <laughs> They're probably like, we can't, you guys, we can't call it Ragnarok. No one knows what that is. Not yet. They will <laughs> yeah, in 2022. I, yeah, then they'll be like another thing called Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my last one is episode five. Uh, Carter does realize her sketch looks like a pianist, doesn't it? <laughs> That's good. I'm done. I don't have any more. That was it. That was oh, the last one. Okay. All right. Well, you know, these are all good. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little more comforted now. Yeah, me too. Um, all right. That's what this podcast is. It doesn't, the episode of the show does not need to comfort us. The podcast is the comfort. Well, yeah, well, yeah, no, we, we yeah, we have to, we have, we have to inverse the polarity of the comfort anti-comfort. Uh, no matter what the show can throw at us, we can, we can get there. Okay. Although now, this one is. Now go confuse General Hammond, Tori. 
Okay, well, look, look, this episode aired July 27, 2001, uh, which probably had a red sky that day. Uh, director Martin Wood, the writer mm. Ronald Wilkerson, first episode as a writer, and does a spattering for the rest of the series, just here and there. But uh, first episode for uh, Mr. Wilkerson. I hope he took a class on Make Your Stories Interesting 101. Well, he, cer- well, he, well, he cer- certainly didn't take a class on theoretic- theoretical physics at all. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you that because I was like, at some point I was like, man, this show must be really fucking interesting to, you know, scientists, but probably not, probably annoying to them, huh? That they, they will hate, they, they also hate this episode. Even the Amish probably hate this episode and the Cowboys, <laughs> everybody. Yeah. The Amish just heard about it from like, you know, that doesn't sound great. Film. Yeah, <laughs> people coming to buy their fireplaces were like, "Hey, have you seen the Cowboy Amish Stargate episode?" So, oh, of course you have it. Let me let me waste your time and tell you all about it. <laughs> so we by we had a yikes, screechy starting opening to this that freaked Whoa. one of my dogs out. Freaked my dog out because they are screaming through the wormhole, the Stargate wormhole. Hey, wait, are you are your dogs freaking out right now? No, they're at the groomer. Yes, they're at the groomer. They're freaking out somewhere else. Oh, oh, <laughs> then they can't hear this timer. Oh, God. Fuck. They can't right. hear it. They're safe. We're not safe. I we know. were getting, we our, our our comfort threshold was getting too high. We got to bring it back. I had to remove my dogs from the mountain because my confidence and my ability to save us all is low. <laughs> oh, they'll be saved. Well, mm-hmm. look, Sarah, you got 24 seconds to summarize uh, all of uh, uh, Miracle on PX378 Street or we all die. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Non-committal shrug. Go. All right. Um, it's another one of those fucking bullshit episodes. I can only assume like boomer men like where it's like, oh, it's a village. It's like vaguely middle agey with like kind of the background music, but it's actually like Amish, but it's actually Norwegian. I don't know what's happening. It sucks. And it's very tiny. So there's like 35 fucking people on this planet. But oh, my God, we couldn't relocate them. Let's try to fix the sun first. <laughs> <laughs> ba-da-bum, bum, ba-da-bum. All right, you saved us. Thanks, Th- th- thanks, Sarah. I, s- I say that You're irritatingly because now we got to continue on with this episode. All right, you're back to that screechy start that scared my dogs. It's a real, real rough ride through the uh, the old wormhole, and uh, which kind of explains they kind of like they all they're all a little shaken up, like sick on the other side. No, you're right. It, it was they. We start hot. Yeah, yeah. They're all like, oh, my God, I feel like shit. I thought we fixed that so we could just be like, you know, normal feeling on the other side. And this feels like the first time I ever went through it. I hate it. And it turns out, yeah, they did fix it. But then they had to they fucked around with these protocols because they're not supposed to be able to get to this planet. They tried to dial this planet and it was like, it's a no go. And they're like, we have to go to this one. There's some reason. Yeah, we have no idea. Oh, also. We sent. A malp through that apparently didn't punch a hole in the sun. Uh, I mean, maybe it did. Like I was thinking that we'd we'd go and we'd find the malp like overturned, like because it fucking creamed through the goddamn gate and just like <laughs> rolled over. Right. It's on its back. 
like what happened to them out? Because like the second they get out of the gate, there's Amish cowboys. They're like, hey, I'm peeking around the bushes. I'm a grown man like going, oh, my goodness. I'm like a little boy peeking through the bushes. (laughs) And uh, wouldn't they have found the malp? Uh, Yeah. In fact, when uh, the gang follow them, yeah, the, the malp's in the shot just sitting there and no one's paying any attention to it. I'm like, okay, are these Amish cowboys? What, how they seem, they don't, they seem to not give a shit. Uh, but Jesus but Christ. <laughs> Daniel Jackson, though, right when we get through the gate, they're like, oh, while I'm doubled over feeling sick, it led me to notice these Asgard-ish words. Yeah, yeah. Same runes from Samaria. Yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch of, guard. there's a garden with some b- baskets of flowers. Very, well, very pastoral. And I'm like, this is not an Amish cowboy. Buttons. This guy's got buttons. The the Amish don't have buttons, right? What? Quakers have buttons. They're anti-button? I don't know what I'm talking about. Listen, by the time that you're like a certain age, you have like heard and learned a bunch of information and some of it's bullshit, but some of it almost like some of it's right. But you're like, I don't know if that's right and um, some of it gets mixed up in there and you're like I, I don't know my brain put these two things together and said that Amish people don't do button technology <laughs> but that can't be true because I feel like Amish men wear button up shirts uh, yeah see that's the thing Sarah you're correct uh, apparently the old like the older Amish mm-hmm. the boomer boomer Amish bombish they mm-hmm. uh, yeah no buttons of any kind mm-hmm. but uh, the more the oh. really progressive Amish, the the millennials, mm-hmm. they're they're well relatively progressive. The men can have some button up shirt, not the women though. No buttons for the. What women. about the Gen Xers? Jesus fucking Christ! The Bexers, uh, the Booksers, um, we don't hear it from them. They're they're staying silent as they should. Right, exactly. <laughs> they were all like, you know what? Um, I was wearing buttons before. It was cool to wear buttons. So. I was hoping we would get into an Amish convo and and we've succeeded already thank you that was that's i love it amish cowboy is all like hey somehow they're talking about thor because they bring up thor because of the letters he's like oh my god do you guys know thor oh my god we like love thor. Yeah, 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 yeah. we love frere but oh we do not like jafat you like uh you brought mark of the beast with you ew 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 and i'm like how do they even know what a jafa looks like oh you're right yeah they, from what I could say, they don't have any books. They don't have any paintings. They have, they don't have shit. I know. And for some reason, when they walk through this bullshit like town, Daniel Jackson is like, oh, this was, would have happened if the, the p- people who the worship Norse. the Norse, the Norse gods became technologically advanced. And I'm like, <laughs> I think it's not. I think like, like Nokia phone is what happens. Like, what are you talking about? I don't even know if that's true. Who made Nokia? Sweden or Norway? Ooh. I don't know. Ericsson. Am I thinking about that? I don't know. Who cares? Ericsson with two Obvious- Ks. Yeah. Obviously, they're more technical, <laughs> technologically advanced than buttons. <laughs> like, in fact, the people who resided where they <laughs> worshipped Norse gods did develop. <laughs> I don't know what, this, what that is. Well, I, I don't. Well, I don't know. They're, linguistically, they're crushing it because Erda, who's the flamen of the thirty-seven Katal, notice the <laughs> like. You're just like, whoa! Just st- slow down. Yeah, and McNeil's like, so what? Somebody's got a fruit basket. He starts picking through this lady's snack I, basket. Oh, I love what, it. Do you, what do you, What do you got in here? 
I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. That was a cute little like <laughs> unnecessary. No, no. Look, this O'Neill is the one shining star in this whole episode. I think we got. He's like I, the yeah. he's the best thing about this episode. A hundred percent. Because it's him in full form. We meet brother Malchus. Malchus, who, yeah. Whose name I will forget here on here on out in my notes, but he's a real fucking dickhead right from go. Oh my God. Ah, uh, get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, everyone else is kind of happy because yeah, they're like, well, you know, Thor, every, let's party there. I guess this is their party. You know, uh, they're slightly overjoyed, except this piece of shit, this guy, what an asshole. I know. Also, I noticed that this advanced Norse society only uses black dye. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ew, colors. Oh, well, <laughs> well, can I also say, like, speaking of no comfort, you know, this is the worst. Is there, They're all wearing black under, apparently, the, the, this sun is a lot closer. And so it's bright as fuck here. Oh, it's going to be so hot. Yeah. And everyone's wearing black wool. <laughs> and also, like, where did they go from Norwegian to Amish? Like, what what, what steps were invited? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, maybe I am a total dipshit and I don't, just don't know my historical <laughs> geographical groups of Europe. And maybe people used to live in Holland who worshipped Norse gods and I just... Don't know that. I I think your first point still stands. Daniel took one look at him, saw the Amish clothing, was like, "Wow, these guys are so advanced. Like these guys, <laughs> I'm know. impressed." Buttons, dude. They got fucking buttons, man. <laughs> anyway, they got baskets. They have baskets. You can weave shit. It's a weird fucking set. It's a weird. It's weird. The Erdar tries. He's like Malchus. They're friends of Thor. And even that, even that guy, even that guy with the symbol, he's a friend of Thor. And I just like Teal kind of looks. He's like, I didn't say that. I didn't. <laughs> he's like, mm -mm, to reiterate, no. I've never said that at all. Mm -mm. Thor like said I was his best friend, but I never said I was. He was mine. Mm -mm. And out of nowhere, I don't know. Is there like an eclipse or something starts happening? And then it's like our fault. No, it's not our fault. Is it our fault? Maybe, you know, it's uh, probably our fault. I mean. That dickhead, Malchus, is like, this is your fault. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, you're the harbinger of doom. It's like, what? I'm sorry, but at this point, I'm like, it's like a cloudy day. Like, I don't know how, like, it's like, oh, it got a little darker yeah, out. Just you barely relax. perceive it. But let's all freak out. Oh, my God, the sun's dying. <laughs> like, how do they know that so fast? And they're like, and it's your fault. You got here and then it happened. I mean, you know, I mean, I guess to the, you know, to their superstitious minds, I suppose that, that it all makes sense. Point A and B connect. I mean, and it, you can look up and see there's no cloud, but you still might not be like the sun's fucking dying right now. Like, why would you jump to that? <laughs> and why? And like, how many do you, I think this guy probably has like a freak out a week. Anything a weird week, happens. And he's like, oh my God, like Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, plus, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into what the sun looks like, right? Give it time to just to pass, Carter. No, man, Carter's yeah. the harbinger of doom. She's right? like, we did something to the sun. <laughs> right. And that's how 
And so because of that, after the intro, she busts out her TI-81 calculator so she could do some sun math real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course she carries that with her. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I fucking hated those fucking things. They were a little heavy. Anywho, so why does Beards over there talk the way he does? To the Hall of Justice yeah, yeah. or whatever. It's Santa Claus. He is, but he talks, he talks in that weird sort of quasi like old timey village man voice a lot oh and it's all he does this guy yeah Anyways. him and malchus together perfect perfect duo they're going to go to the hall of the hall of wisdom uh o'neill tells carter and teal to go back and do their thing well yeah and he's like look we gotta maybe they maybe they have a phone to talk to the asgards i know i we know them we're we're best buds we'll just talk to them yeah so let's go to their where wherever they went to they walk into like some kind of creepy church cult service yeah. and McNeil is like, Oh, sorry. We didn't mean to interrupt. I'm like a hundred percent. You did like, what did you think was going to happen when you walked into this <laughs> private gathering that you're not a part of my other more pressing comment, those bonnets though. Yeah. Those fucking bonnets that, the, what, what, are, what are those hats? They're very awful. We wish we could show you some photos folks, but we can't, we can't do that here. You should just Google it. Um, you should fucking watch the show. What are you doing? Just yeah, well, just, yeah, just Google. Well, watch the show, and if you can't do that, Google Amish uh, hat styles plus four extra flaps. Like that's about what it is. <laughs> and why can't they just? And this is true. I feel like of bonnets in general. Like why can't they just have the cool hat? Simple. Yeah. Why can't they have the Amish? Why can't they be Amish cowboys? I, I mean, why that... can't they have pants? <laughs> do you think the men are hot out there in their you know black jackets women have like a hundred fucking skirts under yeah, those yeah, black yeah, yeah, skirts yeah. layers i don't know at least they better they probably have like like pantaloons or something so they're at least they're not walking around getting like chub rub the pantaloons sticky chub rub is ooh, feels like your skin is ripping open well, no, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, most churches got people just entering and exiting while they're while they're proselytizing all day long. But Malchus, you know, he he makes a point where he in the middle of his like, and so, and he's like, Ew, what, are you, what are you doing here, elf, elves, yeah. elf? Because they think they're elves, apparently. I which is because elves awesome. are the uh, they're, they're under Freyr, which is the god that they worship. Gate gang, half of gate gang divided by like two is like. Hey, um, listen, can we use your phone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, we were just going to do that. Yeah, we were, we were about to do that. You want to, we, we, these two men who run this whole cult, we yeah. were about to do it, but we would love to let, and, and everyone in this room, everybody in this bullshit cult would just fucking love it. If you two fucking outsiders got to go with us into the special place where we said they cannot go, which I'm sure is true. And uh, that's fine. See, this is the start of like this thing. I think this is like the statement maybe Wilkerson was going for. This is the start of it. It's like the whole meme about like, wouldn't Christians even recognize Jesus if he showed up? And the meme is like that. No, that in yeah. fact, they would, they wouldn't, they would hate him completely. Yeah. And it's sort of what Malchus does. Like these are, el if, they, if they're elves, then holy shit, this is great. Amazing. Like, wow, look what I believe is real. But Malchus, he doesn't give anybody. He's just about the power. But Eldar, you know, he's like, yeah, come on in. This is great. Right. And so they're like, where's the phone? And it turns out they have, a, you know, 
magic mirror on the floor. Uh, on the floor. Sta- <laughs> standing mirror. They have a standing mirror. Ooh, yeah. And uh, all you have to do is touch it, which, you know, just reinforces anybody who has like mirror horror from too many horror movies and stories where like, I don't know, I don't like to walk by a mirror at night. I'm not going to lie. I feel you. I, I, Sarah, I feel you. I okay. Exactly I like should mean. not care because it oh, is. Oh, no, no. That's fucking glass with nothing behind it. No, no, no. That's, that someone the, made. that's the that's bizarro world on the other side. All right. Well, yeah. So they touch the thing and it just tr- transports them. Or, it does. But, transports them to where they can watch the pre-recorded video of Thor. I mean, Frere. Frere. For Frere. And can we talk about, listen, I want to talk about this. Oh, this giga chat. Dickhead. This dickhead. This blonde boy. Oh, my God. This is not the first time he does it. I don't know what faces he is trying to make, but <laughs> he sees Frere and he has definitely got his pre-O face going. He's like two seconds from full on O face when he first looks upon Frere. <gasps> like, it's just a lot. Wait, who? Which one? Which one? The blonde one, the dick face. The guy, the jerk. Oh, 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 Malchus. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, but he's seen him before, right? But yeah, no, he's it's he's like, it oh. doesn't matter. It doesn't and, matter. And because we know, because we've seen Thor's chariot episode, mm-hmm. a couple of, mm-hmm. like, we've already been here. Oh, look, a hologram. Right. I know. I'm all like, I wrote down, oh, you know, this is one of those pre-recorded messages. And then Dan Jackson says, it's a recording. And I'm like, duh. And I think that's what Jack does, too. McNeil looks at him and he's like, Thanks. Thanks, Danielle. Well, they're just like, wow, look at, look at this shitty hologram. And man, I love man, Malchus. God, Jesus. He's like, immediately, he's like, yeah, the, can we draw and quarter these guys? <laughs> like, I mean, that's the first order of business. I would like to like torture and kill these guys dramatically right now. Yeah. I got to put a stop it? to this. And then, when, but the pre the pre record is like, soon, soon. <laughs> Good timing. It's so like the those pre-recorded like messages are so funny. They're they talk to you like a psychic would, like somebody who's like gonna tell you your future, or like a religious leader would, like no answer, just kind of some weird things that you could apply either direction. Like I think mm-hmm. both Malchus and Amish Cowboy, they're both Amish Cowboys, but you know, the beards. Both Malchus and Beards walk out of there going, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and well, I mean, one, I'm like, look, this technology, I mean, their budget for fake religious iconography is very low. Like they couldn't mm-hmm. even do, get like an AI chat GPT to talk to him in real time. No, they, it's just it's literally shitty voicemails. Yeah, you're right. The Asgard are so advanced. Why wouldn't it be like a chat GPT or better? Well, yeah, no, and he's like, it's Ragnarok, folks. And they're like, it's Ragnarok. We're going to die. We're just now, now the only thing we can do is prepare to die. Let's go back. And the other guy's like, no, 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 no. It's blessings upon us. <laughs> and McNeil's like, hey, Ooh. let me come out and make a little push for atheism. Oh, yeah, guys. yeah. That blast. They, they, they start walking out. They're like, no. And Daniel's like, mm, this is not a good idea. He's like, Daniel, back me up. And he's like, Mm-mm, this is stupid. And it is stupid. Well, it's not a good. I mean, he's right, but it's a stupid thing to say. It's not going to be persuasive. No, it's almost like O'Neill can't help himself. Yeah. I he like just can't help him. himself. Yeah. This is ridiculous. 
There's no, there, he's like, there's no point to this. And Daniel, I don't, Daniel's hands off, quasi hands off thing that he does. Like, I don't know what Daniel's kind of fucking irritating in this episode, like just <laughs> background wise. And it kind of, you're like, is this why he's going to leave? <laughs> Maybe. Like every episode, I'm like, is this why? Is this why? Is this why? <laughs> we'll never get um, the answer. But yeah, like, yeah. So anyway, you're right. Like Malcolm's is like, these are the harbingers of our doom. They have to leave. And I was like, okay, but he's also like, whatever the will of the gods is, we can't change it. So if the gods brought harbingers of your doom and you know, Ragnarok is a thing that's going to happen, then it doesn't matter if you send them back. Right. Or like, why are you, aren't you going against your God's will by sending back the harbingers of doom and Ragnarok? Because isn't that your God's will or they wouldn't be there. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. None of that is consistent. And then also like, how did these people even come up with buttons? Like, how did they get anything done? If all they do is like throw their hands up and go, well, Ragnarok. I mean, but like that, I said, that was a lucky, I, it was a lucky guess. It was a random chance encounter. But but their basket coming up with coming up with point. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, uh, yeah. When they when they're outside, Carter and Teal'c are back and Carter's got an idea. Yeah. First of all, she's like, oops, we punched a fucking hole in their sun and then we somehow got like plutonium in it. And so like we did some subatomic poisoning. And so like it is our fault and we probably should not have bypassed our normal dialing protocol but we did even though i was there and i would be like don't do that somehow that's why those scenes don't we don't see them because how would that happen why would they fucking do that in the first place i would have loved to see that scene yeah the basis of this episode's bullshit i mean because glasses would have been in that scene and I swear um, to God, glasses would have pushed back and would have been like, they're probably here for a reason because they don't know why those safety protocols are in place. They only know that the gay acts in such a way. Oh, my God. Sam would have pushed back. Daniel would have pushed back. Daddy would have pushed back. So I don't even know what's going on. Teal would have been like, I don't think this is wise. It was Sam Carter. And Sam Carter. Daniel would just would just been like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't what know what they said. You know, so I just don't know how the fuck this happened. I don't know how. <laughs> well, yeah, but but, but yeah. And, and then the uh, totally other question is why? Why were they so rock hard about coming <laughs> here? Like what? What was it? Daniel has an Amish fetish. <laughs> That's why he's like trying to ingratiate himself a little bit to the people. Like McNeil's answer to all this is like, so Carter. You're pretty smart. Like you can fix, fix the it. sun, right? Fix though? the sun. You, you can fix the sun. You seem. I believe you in you. Smart as fuck. Can you fix the sun? <laughs> and she's like, "What?" Well, well, she's just like, "Uh, it's gonna take a while, maybe." Well, and so he's like, "Well, in the meantime, let's go back to the Hall of Wisdom. Let's go in, through the mirror into Bizarro World." While we're walking to the Hall of Wisdom, let's go ahead and get some of that uh, lame other planet village music playing. No, I mean, it's, I it's not quite that. pan flute. I think it's just regular <laughs> flute, but eh. um, yes, they're like, let's go watch some more of these recordings. But what they do is they get in there. They, they're like, I got to make a call. And they're just like basically screaming into the fucking mirror. Representative. Uh, Frere representative. here. Frere and here. <laughs> we're going to. Representative. <laughs> <laughs> operator. Operator. 
I, I'm sorry. I didn't. Freer's like, I'm sorry. I didn't get that. Yeah. Could you repeat yourself? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't quite get I'm that. I'm sorry. Could you repeat <laughs> yourself? <laughs> Look, Ragnarok. Uh, well, Carter just shuts the power down. And uh, O'Neill's like, all right, let's go. Thor, Thor. Oh, and this is right when I realized I was like, oh, God, there's going to be a Thor in here. Thor. Well, I mean, that's what I thought. And when I first saw it, I was like, Thor, but oops. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't care. I don't like those things. And I knew there was going to be one. Oh, yeah. Well, at least se- it wasn't seven. Thor. I'll say that. At least it wasn't Thor. Oh, Thor well, is- I mean, I don't know if Frere is any better. Look, I don't know. He's not as simpering. I don't know. There's something about Thor. Just no, that's like. true. That's true. No, yeah. He's because he's not O'Neill's best friend. And he's like, no. you're O'Neill, right? Yeah, we like, ugh, we made a shit. One of, one of, one of us. Uh, made a ship named after you. Uh, didn't last too long. Hey, what's up? Not Thor, Frere, whatever's oopsie doodles. We did a we did a big we did a big boo boo out oopsies to their son. Can you fix it. And this motherfucker is like, that's not my job. No, yeah, what the hell? Not our not our thing. What are you talking my about? My job. And then, very rightly, McNeil's like, um, Carter saved you. Yeah, but he kind of gets a dig in at McNeil and he's like, oh, that's right. I believe we had a warship named after you short lived as it was. <laughs> he's like, look, look, you, like, you... um, OK, Freyr, was there one named after you? Yeah, no, 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 no. Are you Thor's best friend? I don't think so. Well, and then they're like, OK, but we, ha- you know, you owe us. And then. Then this motherfucker has the nerve to be like, oh, well, it's not really my call. And I'm like, yeah. it was your call when you were saying no a minute ago. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, but that did the, the fact that O'Neill was like, we're calling in that marker. Mm-hmm. Like even that even Frere had to be like, All right, all right, all right, and I'd fucking hate to work with this guy. <laughs> all right. Well, O'Neill has to talk to the high council. So we go. They go. They're they're zapped into the high council. Well, only and only O'Neill. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this fucking necklace? Oh, the, oh. The, these little naked little gray guys. Hey, hey. And then whoever <laughs> is in charge of this council is wearing like the that what? pendant is. It is too big for a community college librarian. It is enormous. No, what hey. is happening? And where did they get adornments? These guys, I'm so confused. They're like naked. They all look the same. There's no ranks. Like, what the fuck? Who's this guy in his big ass opal? That's why that's why the pendant can be so big, because he's wearing nothing else. <laughs> yeah. just, then it needs to be bigger. Yeah. Por- <laughs> porky piggot. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, no, you know, while O'Neill's holographically thrown into this Star Wars Senate chamber. Because yeah, O'Neill's like, all right, look, all right, yeah, we 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 didn't follow the safety protocols. But you know, you could have could have told us about them. You could have yeah. given us some information now that we're, you know, allies. This is what I like a lot about McNeil is in this situation, I would have a hundred percent been like, Yeah, it's a hundred percent my fault. Cause I didn't follow those protocols. Like when it said, Ooh, you shouldn't do that. I should just been like, okay. And moved on. But McNeil's right. Like it's not just their fault. There is no reason that the Asgard couldn't have explained more about the fucking system to them. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, Hey, you guys have never used a phone before. It could be dangerous. It yeah. turns out. Could I you tell know? you a bit about, 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 about this phone? 
Oh, here, here's also a list of the planets that are in the treaty. Yeah. And here's some that we have. You don't want to go here ever. So like nobody has to have like a future flash to learn not (laughs) to go there. And and, and here's the ones that you, if you go through, if this happens, if you dial out and this happens, do not fucking punch a hole in someone's sun and then poison it with plutonium somehow, somehow. And, but and I like that, back, McNeil, but basically the response he gets is, listen, we're all huge jerks. We are monsters. Great. So no, great. Look, not going to help. Great accoutrement though. Yeah. Yeah. And then he ends up at asking the same question I, I've already written down, which is like, well, why would you protect these people from the Gould if you're just going to go all sociopath later at, you know, and but McNeil has the same question and uh, they're like, we don't have, they basically are like, whatever. And then he's <laughs> like, okay, replicators much. Do I have to keep yeah, bringing yeah, it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just like, well, we can't do anything about it. And I'm like, cannot or will not you motherfuckers. And like, they're making it like, ah, have you ever like had a conversation with someone where they are giving as little as possible? And like, you have to ask them every little, but they could just in one sentence answer everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But instead they're making you ask like fucking 10 questions to get this one sentence out of them. This is so aggravating. So he's like, why not? This is bullshit. This this doesn't make sense to me. Okay. <laughs> they say it viol- violates the Gould Treaty. Yeah. So like some prime directive shit, right? We can't we can't violate prime directive or the Gould will be like, well, you broke our treaty and we can attack any of the planets under your protection. And I'm just kind of like, okay, but okay. What it says is you can't give them advanced technology beyond what they've already advanced to. You're not, it's not like they're going to give these two dipshits who are leading this group some technology and be like, fix your son. They can secretly fix the son and they haven't given anybody any technology and nobody even knows what happened. I don't fucking follow. Well, well, yeah, kind kind of close to that is that they can't help with any natural disaster. And I'm like, there ain't nothing natural about this. This is not a natural disaster. And the thing is, is they try to appeal to O'Neill emotionally because they're like, Earth is on that list. They'll attack Earth. He's like, well, we'll take that risk. And they're like, well, you can't take it for everybody, which is true. Uh, And I guess I mean, I guess maybe what they're saying is that's how the Gould would interpret it. Mm. But that's a bullshit interpretation. We do. We're going to go back to Sam and what we're going to find out is Sam is like, no, literally, I can fix the sun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course o- you O'Neal can. always knew. O'Neill always knew. He fully tried. It. <laughs> That's not too big of a reach, even for you. All right. <laughs> and uh, she explains it and it's confusing. And so McNeil says, great, go confuse General Hammond. <laughs> and her <laughs> response is, yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> always. I'm always on it. And then she's talking to Hammond and I'm like, oh, this shit's urgent as hell. And she's like, we have like three months. And then she's like, oh, but, but no, actually we have three weeks. Well, yeah. Well, just as a summary, uh, they need to introduce a heavier stable element to counteract Mm -hmm. plutonium. And that'll, and then I'll cross this out. And I mean, this is a, I mean, Carter goes back to Hammond is like, this is a, I mean, this is a big fucking ask. It's like, we need a rocket, sir. We need a rocket. We, we don't have one. She's like, well, someone has one. Yeah, yeah. There's one over and there. Dad, 
But he's like, do you know how much we spent on that? And I'm That's... like, whoa, gee whiz, daddy, like money over people much? Like he gets very quickly shamed by Carter. Well, yeah, and he's, and he's like, I don't think she understands that. That's like billions of dollars. That's like billions of dollars. And like, I was like, money over people, daddy, who do you? Wor- oh, I know who you work for. Yeah, that, oh, but, but, that checks out. He's like, think of all the logistics. Uh, yeah. But but all right. OK, yeah. And uh, so he's, he's like, OK, because we cut to three weeks later. There's a fucking rocket on Katow. Holy shit. And they're just now getting, you know, yet kind of yelled at for bringing so many oh, more well. people. <laughs> I mean, I they've been been yelled at for three weeks straight. This has been like Til- Tilk's probably been the one in the village with Daniel. And, mm-hmm. and they've just been yelled at. Fruit has probably been thrown at them. Like this is bit, the most uncomfortable place of all time. Are they not like dragging more plutonium through the sun every time they go <laughs> I know, <fat>? right? <laughs> Are they just getting more and more of the maclarium eventually? Like, there's a plot <laughs> hole. Like, explain how you can go back and forth without further fucking this shit up. Or safely go back at all. Cut quickly to the base where yeah. Siler is working on the rocket with a big old wrench just wrenching things on a part of the rocket that's going through. Well, right. I'm just saying, what can this man not help with? That's all. That's all I want. That's no, all I want. He's to the say. only, he's the only custodian <laughs> that's flash engineer <laughs> in the whole mountain. Well, and, and this, and this is also the scene where Carter's like, all right, we got, the, we got that element. Where's that? Where's the element? And uh, it comes in like a couple of corporate briefcases and Dr. McLaren rolls in. Do we know this guy? Have we met him before? Because Carter's like, Dr. McLaren. Hi. I think so. I got the impression he was. I was like, oh, we're supposed to know this guy. I probably forgot about him. Must be somebody. <laughs> one of Sam's mentors from another episode. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, oh, but they got it. Little... He doesn't quite want to give it up because he's like, it took me five years to make this. And like, it's like an eight ounce, it's like an eight ounce cap of, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, I mean, you're going to save this whole planet full of people. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and she's like, but this McLarium, huh? And he's like, Ooh. Uh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And he is so like, like sheepish and blushing. And I'm like, this is a very weirdly humble super scientist. There's nobody that invented a super heavy element to, counteract plutonium that doesn't think it should be named after them and is like what Me? yeah yeah as it was like i can't a weird... believe i won i never thought i was gonna win <laughs> i thought it was gonna be miss louisiana the whole time yeah, yeah. <laughs> even daddy's like oh yeah i helped with that yeah it's gonna be on it's gonna be in all the memos mm-hmm. all, we're gonna use that word mclaren all these classified documents yeah no one so... can read <laughs> Whenever it, if it ever is actually introduced to the world, they'll call it whatever they fucking feel like calling it. <laughs> but we'll know. We'll know. Yeah. We'll know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that just it opens up the question, you know, how many with this operation, a, a lot of new people know about this classified shit now. A lot of That's, people that didn't know about yeah. it before. This isn't good. This is, this is huge. And how about too this, this guy, doctor, is it McLaren, McLaren, whatever mm. he also is not persuaded to give this up to save a planet full of people, which is to be fair, 35 people, but (laughs) he will give it up if he gets to see the Stargate, not go through it. Just look at it. Oh yeah. For for like two minutes. 
Well, because because Sam was like, maybe one day you'll get to go to that planet. Yeah. Not right now, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's reserved for like mini me's and. Yeah. Right. And other, I can, other things. Yeah. Yeah. Like students who are wayward students. I I can just on willy nilly. I'll take them through. But not you. Not former. Not mentors. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not somebody who developed their own fucking element. Thanks for your 15 years of work. Right. We'll take it from here. Well, um, so motherfucker blows I, up their rocket. Oh, my God, that was my first, awesome. <laughs> my first reaction is like, really? There's no better security around this motherfucker? That's, that's... <laughs> but then I find out they put SG-6 on it. Oh, no. They have so many SG teams. Why did they only put me? I don't know. Maybe six is all who got killed. Two SG-6ers yeah. dead by two um, two cult members. Uh, Amish cow- suicide cowboys. Yeah. Bombers. Well, look. Uh, O'Neill is rightly pissed. McNeil fucking loses his shit because uh, two it. members of the SGC have just been fucking murdered. And um, he knows exactly who did it. By proxy, by, by this blonde motherfucker. So he grabs him and he throws him to the ground and he cocks his weapon at him, right? And there is that almost O face again. Like, what is this guy like using this face to be like, Oh, religious ecstasy. And also like, oh, scared. You're going to shoot me. Like he looks like he is about to fucking orgasm over McNeil, (laughs) throwing him to the ground and pulling a weapon on him. And I was very much under the impression that this guy was afraid of dying because he was trying to get rid of the harbingers of Ragnarok. But like, he's totally fetishizing it. Like, I don't like, why is he keep making that face? Yeah, well, and he's like, well, look, hey, you know, two of ours sacrificed suicide bomb themselves uh, to do this. And, well, they chose to do that, so. But, well, but I, I, <laughs> O'Neill calls it out. He's like, well, why didn't you do that? Oh, he did? I missed that because I was too busy going, what is that face? <laughs> and, the, and, and, <laughs> what's wrong with your face? <laughs> Beards is like, don't worry, he'll be, don't shoot him, he'll be punished. I'm like, what? Like he just killed a bunch of people. Like, are you guys suicide bombing a part of this or not a part of this? I'm yeah. like, just shoot him, O'Neill. He killed two of your guys. Just shoot him. Like, yeah. who cares? Who cares now what they war. think? Yeah. <laughs> They're all gonna be dead in a, you know, I don't know, three three weeks, a month, a couple of days. I'm not sure. They're all dying at some they're all gonna be dead soon anyway. Oh God. Well, he caves. He doesn't shoot him. I, I was like, no, he O'Neill almost had a no hitter this episode. Um, but no. Nope. <laughs> well, so he's like, well, fuck you. We're going like, screw you guys. I'm going home. He he's like, we're out. And the rest of the gate gang hangs back. And Daniel Jackson is like, leaving now would be irredeemable. And then is like, what if we relocate them? I know that's what I thought you were going to do in the first motherfucking place instead of trying to fix their actual son. No, (laughs) you should be relocating them. Even if the sun is fixed, the default sun is too bright. It's too bright anyway. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Get him out of there. Well, no, 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 I can fix it. God damn it. I was with O'Neill on this. He, he, cause he's like, that's an order. We're leaving. And they all, they don't, they don't listen to him. Well, I mean, it's maybe not. 
it's kind of an immoral order, perhaps. But or maybe not. I mean, it's arguable, but they do have a good point. Not everybody did it. Three people did it. Fair enough. And somehow the the Amish cowboys somehow got through SG6 and new explosions, new explosives. Right. Where did they get (laughs) explosives? Because who the fuck have they been at war with? (laughs) There's like 40 people. They're all there right by the gate. There was another group here on the planet, not the Amish cowboys, the cowboy Amish. And they they defeated them. The Quaker cowboys. The the cowboys. They were, the viewer, honestly, the the cowboys were pretty easy to beat. (laughs) It wasn't, they didn't have buttons. They had no buttons. Well, they just don't, they're like, oh, we don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, so yeah, O'Neill caves. All right, Daniel, try to get them to go. So they're like, all right, do you guys want to like go somewhere? Do you guys want to fucking get out of here? Because it's getting shittier by the minute. And Beards is now like, no, it is the will of the gods. Well, it's like how people are just leaving. They're just leaving in the middle of Daniel's send. They're like, oh, le- no. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Hey. They're like, ew, rude. What a terrible offer. And uh, can I, this like will of the gods line seems so waffly to me. Like, Oh, this is the will of gods. No, this is the will of the gods. No, I guess this is the will of the gods. This is nothing. This is nothing. But this is the will of the gods. It's just like, fucking shut up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shut your mouth. And finally, finally, McNeil is like, well, you didn't tell them what they needed to hear, Daniel Jackson. And he's like, yeah, that's not a good idea. And he was like, I'm going to go lay some atheism on these people. Like directly, m- better than before. Yeah, yeah, and better he- than I did before. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and Daniel's so pissed. I'm like, well, what's your fucking idea, Daniel? You're like sort of fucking molly coddling them. It certainly isn't working. So, but then McNeil gets on a fucking soapbox. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. and a he, meeting. he is like an insane person shouting on a soapbox, on a street corner, in a city, again in the 80s, that the world is ending. Yeah. The end is nigh. He sounds insane because he is like, that's not a God because they don't even look like that. They're small and gray with like toothpick arms and legs. Do you guys know what toothpicks? Do you have toothpick technology? I don't know. But anyway, they are like um, real powerful, but they decided not to help you. They're aliens, big spaceship, bigger than what you blew up. You got to believe me. You guys got to believe me. Yeah. 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 Do they even have the concept of aliens or spaceships? Yeah. No, here's the thing. It, it would be easy. I was like, Daniel, just act the part. Mm-hmm. Act the part. Like you guys, you're, you're already 75% of the way there being elves and bringing rockets. Just go yeah. along with it and be like, we no. this. The will of the God is you follow us. They told us just, just, just he did. act the part. He I mean, did, but he, he mil- sounded, he, that was, that was milk he did toast. Such, he did such a bad delivery. They should have got Teal to do it. He kind of, yes, he kind of said, <laughs> why didn't, oh, because it would have worked. That's why they didn't get Teal to do it. Teal is, could not be in this episode. No, no. <laughs> Maybe he like read the script and called his agent and said, can you get me out of like one episode? Like I just, I'll, I'll like be in the background, but two I don't. Speaking, two speaking lines for the money, but uh, that's it. Yeah. That's all I'm yeah. Or I don't, I don't know if you could even start at, I'm getting paid like an extra and not speaking. That'd be great. Uh that's a good starting point because then I could get max two lines. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, look, yeah. O'Neill O'Neill does his soapbox thing, and I like and I like beards because he's like so uncouth. Just can you just leave, please leave. Yeah, we've haven't we asked you to leave or however he talks. That's good. Haven't that's we nice. asked you to leave? I don't know. <laughs> I can't lost it, but like whatever. He's like, okay, I was the one who invited you, and now I'm saying get the fuck out. It's time for you. How to go. rude. How yeah. rude of you. You guys are so rude. <laughs> You and laugh. so do you hear yourself right now? You sound fucking crazy. What is an alien? Anyway, we're going to sit here and wait to die. What is space? <laughs> also, I was wondering what space is. Yeah, we all want to sit in a circle outside together pre-death. None of us has anything better we'd like to do before dying. I, that is pretty culty. <laughs> yeah, nobody, none lie. of us wants to stand up and be like, you know what I want to do? Sing. Um, oh. I want to go masturbate right now. Hey, does Ooh. anyone want to go like, do anybody want to go do like a two on one, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a four on three? Does anybody want to do anything like that? Headwear only. Headwear yeah. only. Who wants to have unprotected sex right now? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? That's all no, we no have. No <laughs> sheet. What are you talking about? <laughs> like nobody's like, I need to see a penis before I die. Oh. What is that thing? I've never laid eyes on it. Well, speaking of that, uh, we go cut back to the base where, no, no I'll get there. Where Carter, you know, <laughs> she's, she's showing daddy some simulations. She's like, sir, this new plan I have, we have a whole 1% possibility with this. I know. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, at that point, I'm like, you need to give the McLaren back. Oh, your, yeah. Your Dr. chance, McLaren? your chance of saving this this planet is not really worth using that up well yeah her plan this uh, send the mclarium through the gate stop mm -hmm. the gate mm -hmm. so the the tunnel disintegrates and hope that you time it so that your mclarium's in the sun when you stop it that was her plan i didn't know it. i was like huh but you know who understood the plan mcneil Oh, he's <laughs> oh, he's so happy to be right. He missed the second half of it because he's like, oh, that's right. I was right. I was right. Oh, what? What? Wait, what'd you say? That's like having ADHD and like suddenly you're like, oh, my God, I've totally been paying attention this whole time. I can't believe how good I'm paying attention. 15 minutes later, you're like, oh, shit. I've been thinking about how good I am paying attention for 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> what just happened? Hmm. Well, and, you know, uh, what are you uh, trying to show me? What are you trying to play? All right, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh. What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to play? I was going to show you the dick pic that Carter draws on the, on the oh, whiteboard. Oh, that's right. Because I was like, huh? Like, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's you could you could penis. Oh, I think you're already trying to. Because I could see the, when you were doing the fast forward rewind bar, I could see, I could see the little, um, I could see the, the, the image <laughs> but yeah. in the little box to see where we were in the episode, but it'd be oh, probably okay. really hard to drag it over that exact spot. <laughs> and O'Neill's and, and, like, and like... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, she's like, I'm going to bring it back to the planet. Cause I, I heard some of the uh, women there say, I sure would like to get a gander at one of those before the sun kills us. And apparently they're having a huge orgy, huge orgy at sunset. Oh, it's always mm -hmm. sunset. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason it's red sunset. Very orgy friendly. Well, and then the, the latter half of this is is Carter's like he's like yeah, but if it ends, everything's just energy. 
It just turns into its base. It turns into like the most component parts. And she's like, correct. Oh, that's where he's like, am I, am I, am I? But how, how does that work? If yeah, it just how turns into that work, because then it's then no it's longer like, McLarium. Then also it's no longer plutonium and we don't have a problem. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. So they're in some kind of not exactly a wormhole, but like kind of a wormhole like tunnel where it actually doesn't take a gajillion years to get somewhere like it should, but whatever it, they do have to pass through a sun and how do they leak plutonium? How do they have plutonium? And then how do they leak it out of the wormhole? Because the wormhole is not permeable. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? I don't, I mean, I'm probably part of me with this show. I never know. I'm like, is this, bullshit or am i fucking too stupid to understand what the fuck is happening i hate this episode because i'm constantly like i don't know what the fuck she's talking about that's stem 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 i bet science people love this but no she's apparently talking bullshit and she's i feel fucking stupid because i can't follow it well yeah because the whole i mean i'm sure i'm sure you saw saw this in the past someone's done it where it's like they talk about like two points in space right Mm -hmm point here and point here yeah Yeah, i've seen event horizon yeah a wormhole is literally you just you i've seen event horizon you bend space (laughs) you fold it together yeah they're in the same place the stargates are basically the same gates and you just walk from one to the other like the whole worm the tunnel thing that's it's not a wormhole yeah they stuck with the the term in season one and they they can't leave it so now they're just making shit up well, even though, I mean, technically wormholes are also made up shit, but backed by math, but still. Yeah. People aren't just like, like they're not putting out papers about theoretical wormholes and just like, I guess I'll say whatever I want. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. They're, they're... <laughs> I mean, it's fine. So, I, you know what? Hey folks, look, Stargate fans out there, you know, we're, we're, this is a hard one to be comforted at. And we're probably going, we're probably needling a little harder than we usually do. They don't like it either. Oh, good. Oh, you. I, I can't believe that. I, I, I feel like so right now, I do not feel like I am attacking anything that like diehard Stargate fans love. I feel like we're on the same team. Oh, okay. And we're all like, why the fuck is this episode? <laughs> and, and I, I feel like, like we are speaking out loud things that are making people go i know so we go to the fucking planet and the gate gang is still there and i do not fucking know why because these fucking this cult is trying to have their last moments together yeah daniel and tilker in the back like heads bowed as well right right and it's weird because it seems imminent but like we're not at three months later we are at three weeks later because we just like two and a half weeks because we weren't even quite ready to launch the rocket or maybe we were. So we were at three weeks, which means we have like two months and a week left. What the fuck is everyone do- like? What's happening right now? I'm confused. That explains why they're not all orgying, but also like, why are they acting like everyone leave us the fuck alone? We're we're preparing to die outside. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thought, thoughts and prayers in the middle of the house fire. Except the house fire isn't a house fire. It's mm-hmm. the vegetation's going to all die at some point. 
but it's going to be months. Also, nobody, nobody brought snacks. They don't have, hey, Amish cowboys don't have some sort of like, they, they don't have emergency stashes. They don't know how to preserve things. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Get out of town. That. What about that big snack basket McNeil was picking through? Where's what, the yeah. snack basket lady? <laughs> she was one of the, she was one of the bombers. She was. Oh, okay. I was going to be like, she's like True hiding in a closet going, I don't believe in this shit and I don't want them to kill me before the end of the world. Yeah. You thought Malchus was bad? No. <laughs> Yeah, well, in fact, we don't see him for the rest of the episode. I guess he maybe he's in one or I don't know. Oh, like, yeah, he's uh, in the he's in the uh, hot box next to hers. But it is. But it's just weird. It's like, again, maybe Wilkerson, I'm giving him too much credit, but it's the idea of like, we're just going to bow our heads, put our heads in the sand mm-hmm. and wait to die because there was a harbinger of it. And, and meanwhile, they're like, you guys got like a year left. <laughs> like this isn't they're like also we failed and we are going to leave our card in case you decide you know what i would like to relocate yeah you guys are going to be here for three months at yeah least. and when this shit starts feeling real to you you know we'll just send someone back once a week because it's going to be slow starvation that's that's what yeah. ragnarok is going to be and freezing you're going to fre- slowly starve and freeze to death <laughs> yeah, in the so- dark in the pitch <laughs> fucking black Oh, Enjoy. shit. Yeah. Daniel should have known that. O'Neill should have known that. They're like, they'll come around. Some people will oh, come around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. When it's not lightning from the sky, they're going to come around. They could. They should have all the gate gang should have gotten together as a group. They should have elected Teal as the like <laughs> religious elf leader. Yeah. And they should have come up with a plan of like, OK, here's the thing. Sciency wise, we know exactly what's going to happen because the sun is burning out. What we'll do is we'll say we're, you know, emissaries of Frere. Yeah. Behold these predictions. And then when it happens, you'll know we're telling the truth. You got to fucking come with us. That's Frere's will. You know what they could have done? They could have just dressed Siler up. And you could have done ah. some, done some frere. They just videotape the fucking thing and then show that. That's so many things. He's just gone to <laughs> champion party supply and. Oh yeah, they had to get some little lights because they looked like he was in like a shitty rave as well. <laughs> like, like, like I I could make that right now. Couldn't they have just gone to like a shitty rave? I don't know. Uh, in, like yeah, two thousand two thousand one. Like, yeah, yeah. It like Pulsbo, where somebody might be dressed like a Viking. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just how... said, "Here's a script. Say this stuff." Yeah, those caught. Co- yeah, you found those costumes all over those Pulsbo raves. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's true. Uh, They're like, so we failed, guys. Um, and well, Carter's like, I'm pretty. Yeah, we we missed it. We, missed it. we would know by now. And then, I don't know. The sun works again. It took the sun weeks to get as dark as it is but seconds to be like bright yellow again and o'neill asks the question that we're all asking because we're watching this fucking episode which is am i having a stroke yeah yeah you know he's on point this whole episode i know so like okay so wait the asgard did interfere secretly we gave them the opening to do it which doesn't make sense because they could have interfered before yeah. And they could have collaborated with the gate gang and said, listen, here's the plan. We're going to do a thing. You have to do your thing. And then we'll act like your thing's what saved it. Because I just don't understand if they got involved at all. The ghoul didn't see it. 
And if the Gould weren't monitoring it and going to see it, why didn't they just fix it in the first fucking place? Because mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is they showed up and got involved. In in this universe, the Gould will know just enough that the Towery had a plan and maybe it worked, maybe it didn't. And, the, and, that, and then they looked away from their screen for a second and then looked back <laughs> and were like, oh, it worked, I guess. Wow. And who are their intel agents? I, I, don't, I don't know. Malchus? <laughs> Ooh. He's in the hot box. Uh, yeah. So that's, and that's the thing. So that's okay. We can make part of this make sense. He's a Gould. He's the spy. Mm. Never would have known about, well, no. Yep. He wouldn't. Have, okay. Yeah. That makes it, that oh. makes that little part better. Knew, All right, yeah. Right? Knew, knew how to blow up around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, then, the only thing I wanted to see was him getting executed or something. That's what I wanted to see at the end of this episode. Vengeance, eh? Well, I don't know. We're doing fun. <laughs> He was pretty shitty. But no. I mean, I don't like beards any better. That's true. Yeah. No, he, he's not comforting. He is like, if you worked at a company, a small company that had two owners and they were both bosses and one of the bosses was a horrible, abusive prick. And the other boss was really sweet and nice, but never did anything to stop the horrible, abusive prick from being abusive at oh, you. Yes. That's what beards is. That guy sucks just as bad if not worse well and the worst part about this whole thing is that well i think this is uh, yeah maybe this is also wilkinson's thing again because daniel's like oh you know we'll never know we'll never know if it was actually the asgard okay this is my last note of the show is like maybe some faith has something to do with it fucking who does he think is responsible then yahweh (laughs) like this whole fucking show is about how gods aren't real is it? Like, is maybe it? A, he's like, but maybe a god did it. I don't know. You know, a real one, like the ones from our planet, from cultures that aren't mine. Right. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jesus, praise him. Yeah, yeah. I would have been great. It would have been great if at the end, Daniel might as well have like put his hand down the down the collar of his T-shirt and pulled out a Rip, giant cru- out crucifix buttons? necklace. Oh. No, <laughs> uh, pull, pull out a big cross necklace and kissed it. And uh looked up at the sky and said, praise Jesus. Might as well have. <laughs> this is not something I like about that sci-fi does. It's not something I enjoy when they're like, well, um, like when the whole seasons of sci-fi shows wrap up by going, it's all religion. Um, because we have written ourselves into a corner where we don't know the answers either. I hate, I hate that. All right. The end. Were you comforted? No, I was not. Nope. Uh, uh, I, I said it at the very beginning. Yes. You uh, did. As much as MacGyver is awesome in this episode, because I really yeah. think he is. He was very entertaining. No, mm-hmm. everything is uncomfortable. Amish cowboys, uh, Frere, uh, timey wimey wormhole science. Like, I'm not into this. No. Bright sun, red sun, mm. all of it. I just, yeah, no, don't like it. Don't like Get it out of here. That's it. (laughs) What about you, Sarah? Were you comforted? Shockingly, also a no. (laughs) And my issue started right away with with Space Village being my least favorite thing that happens in sci-fi. Space Village. (laughs) The fact that there's 100% believers on this planet of like 40 fucking people. (laughs) And it's a cult. But I do love, I love though that the guy leading it, one of the guys leading the cult is named Elrod. Yeah. Like L. Ron Hubbard. Ooh, nice. 
And then, well, and Malchus is a pretty good name, too, for, like, the evil villain. It's just a good name. Malchus. Yeah, that's good. It's good. You're right. You're right. But I, um, I feel you. Do you want to be any of these fuckers? Oh Not be God. any of these fuckers? <laughs> meh, I guess. Be one of these fuckers. Yeah, nah, meh. Yeah, nah, meh. My yeah is O'Neal. That's, that's a good one. Uh, just because, yeah, I just, um, or MacGyver, really, just because, yeah, just just really good episode for him. He was just very Richard, enter- Dean, a- Richard yeah, Dean Anderson. He was very entertaining. Uh, my net is the Katow. Uh, all mm-hmm. of them. Life must suck. Yeah, this, I mean, the sun was doable when red shifted. Now it's super bright again. It sucks. Well, and all also they there's a reason that they're not trying to save themselves. <laughs> yeah, death. You know what? Yeah, death cult. It sucks there. Death cult. Yeah. <laughs> and then my met is Carter. Uh, she really fucked up. Like, yeah, I I don't. Like, I think I said this two weeks ago. You can't really fuck something up more than this. No. Like, fucking up a son. What what can be more than that? You can't. There's nothing else. <laughs> I don't know. She could have punched through the planet and it could have exploded immediately with them on it, I guess. I don't oh, know. Well. <laughs> well, fair enough. Fair enough. But she really fucked up uh, with the planet, yeah. with the rocket plan. Uh, yeah, that was her plan. That's billions of dollars, lives mm-hmm. wasted. Oh my god! That, uh, but no, but no real consequences. So it's cool. Yeah, like I think, yeah, was she in a career-ending situation before the Asgard or Yahweh stepped in? <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, the Deuce X Asgardia. Sweet. Well, yeah, uh, those are my answers, Sarah. What about you? What's your yeah, net, and meh? Who who are these people? <laughs> All right, my 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 ne is the two members of SG six that got blown oh. up. Yeah, my ye is the two members of the planet cult who got blown up. And my yeah. my meh is Doctor McLaren. Oh yeah, he didn't good. get to do what he wanted with his element, but he did get it named after him, which is silly because I think he could have done that anyway. But now he doesn't have any more. There's no more. He has to remake it. Yeah, and I'm just like, wait. What? Wait, what are you, an alchemist? What's happening over there? And then it's going to be, and yeah, and then it's going to be like Quaaludes. He's going to die. No one remember the recipe. Um, right. Well, sweet. Well, that's that. Let's get the hell off of this planet. Get back into to the normal sun. Get out of our black wool clothing. And yeah. where are we going? Where we're going? We're going to Stargate SG-1 Season 5, Episode 6, Rite of Passage. Oh, oh. fuck. All right. <laughs> this is Trekkie for Christ. When Cassandra collapses at home, so that's why I said, oh, Christ. I was Cassandra. Like, so when, when Cassandra collapses at home, she is taken to the SGC for treatment. A retrovirus is causing her to emit an EM field, and she expresses a need to return to her planet for initiation ritual. SG-1 investigates and finds a Goa'uld laboratory, probably having belonged to Nirti, meant for experimentation on the planet's population. They find that the ritual is part of the experiment, a time when Nirti studies her subjects and cures them when she is done. SG-1 has found a way to cure Cassandra, but now all that remains to be found is Nirti. Wow. Ooh. KG, KGF Visser says, after a birthday kiss from her earthling boyfriend, Dominic. What? After Janet Fraser's Goa'uld engineered adoptive alien teen daughter, Cassandra, collapses and is diagnosed <gasps> with a long dormant retrovirus. Daniel discovers video footage made by SG-1 teenagers on her home planet, Hanta, 
commonly get a similar brain fire, which is mysteriously cured after a ritual stay in the woods. SG-1 travels there and discovers the lab of now-imprisoned Nirti, who must have cured them as part of a genetic experiment to produce ideal hosts, of which Cassandra represents a new stage. Then Cassandra's virus causes a transformation, and a ghoul is detected in SGC. It is the escaped Nirti who offers to trade their lives. Okay, listen, that was going great with the... Um, the, the first sentence after I'm, a kiss from her earthling boyfriend, Dominic, Dr. Janet Frazier's gold engineered adoptive alien teenage daughter. That was great. Everything great, else was great. I'm crushed. I'm crushed over here. Dominic. Fuck that guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think she was like seven last time we saw her. Wait, wait. No, I thought I thought you said it's Dr. Frazier's boyfriend. No, no, no. Oh, 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 Sandra's never oh, never mind then. Never mind. Why would Cassandra get kissed by... Oh, my God. Dr. Frazier has bad taste in boyfriends if he's kissing her adoptive alien teenage <laughs> ghouled engineered daughter. Okay. You know, yeah, I, I heard it wrong. Carry on. All right. No, that's... Yeah. It got a little... It, it went off track a little bit. Man, I... You know, it almost makes me like... It feels like I got to go revisit the episode where they find Cassandra. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Well, because I'm just trying to remember, was Nirti in that episode? Like, did, did they? I'm curious about the continuity. That's a big deal for me. Mm. Curious if they're just retconning stuff or what? I mean, she looks. Oh, Nirti was talked about in that episode. Yeah, mm. she was their goat. She was their ghouled god, I think. Oh, and we get to meet her. Well, at least the lobster or whatever. No, no, her, her. Oh, okay. She, uh, that's who's in the. That's I think that's who's in the the pick. The pick there. Oh, I gotcha. Um. Well, sweet. Yeah, can't can't wait. Ooh, come try it. Ooh, okay, come try a scrub daddy. That oh, that <laughs> that sponge is no joke. That's all. That's, that's all you need to hear. Yeah, it doesn't scratch shit, but it it scours shit, and it's like scrub still kind of like squeezable and soft after it gets wet, and like. It's so airy that it doesn't get like smelly, and you can put I, it in the dishwasher. I think I've had. I think I've, I think I bought some scrub daddy. Yeah. Well, great. No. It, oh, oh, it's got the face. Yeah, um, it's got the face. Hey, I'm. Hey, look, I'm. 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 I'm always down to try different sponges. You know, you got to make sure that sponge works. Oh man, I could have brought you a scrub daddy i i accidentally have too many scrub daddies because i went to do a subscribe and save and they were like no you can't get these so i ordered one straight out and then their my subscribe and save came and it's like here's your fucking scrub daddy 30 more um uh come try a friends like sarah and chris give you a digital piano yes come try a friends like tori who make you feel good about spending money on that digital piano So, yeah, it's a give and take, folks. You know, it's a it's a it's a synergistic affair. Yeah, uh, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for being here for Come Trya because now you get to be here for Get to Know Your Hosts with Sarah and Tori. Mm. We are sticking with the talking points deck mm. classic here. Are mm-hmm. and are are you ready for this week's question, Tori? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh. What is your idea of a perfect vacation and how can we make it happen? The 
perfect vacation. Yeah. I don't know what the perfect vacation would be. You want me to go first? Yeah, you, you go, always first. go first. All right. I think so. The there's a, there's several elements to my perfect vacation. Um, one is um, I didn't plan any of this. And I don't have to learn how to get around this city because I'm going to go everywhere with whoever I went on this trip with. Like a child on vacation because that is what I want to do. Also, I would like for there to be beach. beach. Also, I would like for there to be city. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I would like to have either never been there or not been there for a very, very long time. and. I would like it to be okay. So here's the contradiction, right? Because like if it's going to be just beach and like no city, I kind of wouldn't mind if it were all inclusive because I kind of start getting stressed out sometimes on vacation about like, Oh my God, we're spending so much money eating and blah, 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 blah. And even shopping. Mm. But if you're just staying at a resort somewhere and it's all inclusive, then it is like, you don't have to plan jack shit. And they'll probably have, ex- it's like a cruise, but you're not trapped on a boat with people who voted for Trump and might be like also spreading COVID or norovirus. Yeah. And also you're not like destroying the planet and really exploiting the people working there. Maybe. So yeah. Okay. So I would say like, <laughs> like a cruise ship on land, <laughs> all inclusive resort style beach paradise situation. I think close to the city. Or no, no, I, I think I cut the city out. Oh, okay. I was like, you know, I can live without the city. Um, all right. All right. Well, look, you, you, you answered the what I'll answer the how, because the how is the second part of that question, right? All right. Tra- uh, travel, uh, a company that does those things, plans mm-hmm. them out. That's the yeah. how that's pretty just, easy. I think you can just go like, go to Google and, and like type in sandals. That's the sandals resorts. It's a chain of all inclusive resorts. Well, no, but but I'm saying maybe get, get, get an expert involved, you Mm. know, you know, maybe pay a little extra money. They, they know which one to go to. They know when, right. Maybe they know all the good stuff. I feel like you need the expert if you're not doing all inclusive. No, I say get the expert even with the all inclusive because they'll just, they'll know which all inclusive to do. Make sure get everything in there. I, I also meant to say, um, that my ideal vacation would be, um, I'd like to find a really arrogant older white man and I would like him to, I don't know, have lived such a life of privilege and people saying yes, yes, yes around him that he actually does think he's smarter than like decades if not like centuries of science regarding water pressure and materials. And I'd like to get into a really fucking creepy locked from the outside, um, carbon fiber submarine (laughs) with that man (laughs) with, with, um, a little, uh, what looks like a little teeny tiny bathroom trash can for a toilet that you can just use in front of everyone. Hmm. And uh, that, sta- that stays in that stays there. Yeah. Also, no... also, I can. Yeah, that just stays in there because you can't can, get can it you out. Be bolted? Can, we, can we be bolted in there, too? I would can love to be bolted in from the outside. And what I would really love is if there is like the tiniest fucking window where I can look directly at something Death. that I don't need to look directly at. Yeah. Because I know what it looks like. 
because of fucking actual people, smart people on actual like with equipment that can go down there. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, taking a, taking great footage, footage of it. Great footage. Yeah, great footage. Like, um, yeah, it, it's something that just basically. Hey, can we uh, can we add on, you know, maybe, you know, some other people in the sub. Can we get a, f- a father and a son Love it. Uh, where the, the son was doesn't want to go extremely frightened about going. Yeah. And the father guilted him. Yeah. Into going. Can we have that dynamic? In that sub? Yeah. Yeah. And then can we be like, I wish he hadn't fucking taken his kid because that's the only thing that gave me any mixed feelings about how I feel about this whole situation. And then I tried to remind myself that that kid was what, 17? What, mm. in five years, I'd be like, good. So, <laughs> one year, one year for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but it does. That is the one fucking element of that whole situation that makes me feel anything. Oh, hey, can we, can we just make sure? I'd like to make sure that the sub is uh, controlled by the fourth rated third party video game controller company. Yes, yes. I made by them. Absolutely please. love that cuz what I would really love to is to know that this man spared every expense possible when putting together this little tube that's supposed to keep me alive at the bottom of the ocean. That's Great. my favorite. I would love I would love that. This is like, almost a second come trya. <laughs> listen it's called ocean gate it's like it's already got gate in the title like it's gonna be a controversy something bad's gonna happen also it's called titan it's already got titanic in the title like jesus don't go Um, well no no one no one is now yeah (laughs) or ever in the future um you know to really wrap this all up in a bow Mm -hmm. to, to make it perfect perfect is I would like to have 24-7 media coverage about it. Um, <laughs> the, no matter what else is happening. Maybe that uh, you know that a few hundred immigrants also mm-hmm. had a certain ocean tragedy happen to that, at the same no time. Resource. But, that no resource. That no Not only did we not send resource to it, I really it's important to my vacation pleasure that the pores get no resources while they're drowning, but that if uh like say a seafaring captain does go by and rescues them that she faces 20 years in prison mm. that for me chef's kiss perfect vacation mm-hmm. well, great because i just what's happened is i have so much money that it's like i'm not a human anymore because i don't need community to survive so i stopped being people well you got it folks we we gave you the whole package here this is it it's a, li- a little a little idealistic <laughs> <laughs> we probably couldn't get everything. All of that. That would be impossible that that could happen. But oh. one can hope and dream. Yeah. All right. We good? We, 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 we. Oh, yeah. Are we back? Are we back? Uh, all right, folks, we'll look. We're, we're so, we're super comforted right now. <laughs> yeah, I am kind of comforted after bitching about the, that situation, actually. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Well, yeah, from from the from the the hottest reddest sky to the the highest pressure bluish low, we we took you there, and now we're back, chilling at the vertical watering hole, saying thank you for being mm-hmm. here with us, going through it with us. Yeah, and yeah. we're sorry, we're sorry about this episode, not of the podcast, but of the show. 
<laughs> it's not our fault, but we could have chosen to skip it. I realize now. <laughs> no, we, what? I'm sorry. That option is not on the table. Okay. I guess we can't. My OCD um, would, 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 it would, it would, it would take over. No, it'd make me crazy as well. So it had to happen and we're sorry. Anyways. No, you know what? Um, no, what? No, no, never what? mind. I, I take that back. We, we can do one. We can do one. From here on out, we can do one. One episode. No, I don't think so. Plus, we're not going to know till it's over that it's the one we don't want to watch. That's true. And then we'd be like, well, we definitely don't want to talk about it. No, if you want to email no us, and if you want to email us and let us know which episode to skip or which one to definitely not skip, um, verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Actually, that's a really good question to put out there. Yeah. Just be like, Ooh, yeah, you can tell us like what is the very best and very worst episode yeah. of this of, of Stargate SG one. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that a lot as bad as this episode was, I have a feeling like a lot of the worst episodes might be in season ten. <laughs> which I only watched half of. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, and folks, you know, you can listen to some other of our episodes at our website, the seventh symbol.com. And also on all the pod streaming services out there, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, you know, there, there's so many of them. And, and, and apparently we're on a lot more of those uh, than, than I knew about. Great. We're everywhere. All right. Well, I, yeah, let's get out of here. Until uh, next time, folks. Yeah. Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah. There's nothing physically wrong with them, or at least nothing I can find.